Okay, let's, so let's just fucking start this thing. Let's do it. See what happens. Do it, bro! If it falls apart, we'll just uh, pick it up and put it back together. Humpty Dumpty. With some crazy glue. <laughs> like us. We're crazy. La Vida Loca. No, I need Elmer's glue for my arm. Not oh, crazy right. glue to get the spikes out. <laughs> I need Elmer's glue for your mouth. <laughs> Good night, everybody. What a... I just need some glue to sniff. I'm going to huff it. Here we go. <laughs> Ear and Loathing, episode 21. Hey, George, pass me that whiskey. I, I can drink legally now. You're 21, son. Have a drink with me. Thank you, Dad. Let's get drunk <laughs> together. And we won't drive. And you can't have any funs with your friends. <laughs> Dad, let's go out and get some whores. <laughs> we'll just go next Drinking door. <laughs> hey, welcome to Ear and Loathing, episode 21. Wow, that's a lot of episodes, lads. It is. And uh, I am your administrative assistant, Sir Damon, underpaid, overworked, as usual. <laughs> and I'm sitting here in the room at Ear and Loathing headquarters with one of the Gitmo bros. And uh, he's the media darling, as you know, of Ear and Loathing. Say hello. Hi, I'm George White. And this show is brought to you by LaCroix Berry. <laughs> <laughs> No ice. Yeah, believe it or not, yeah, no ice is the key. Uh, believe it or not, he even though this is episode 21, the alcohol episode, he's not drinking alcohol I yet. I not to drink. Yeah. I decided not it's to so drink. Weird. So look forward to boring stuff for yeah. me. <laughs> George is normally hammered. Right, which, you know, that's where my talent lies. So that's untapped. That's how we tolerate each other. It's the social lubricant of ear and loathing. It's America. <laughs> so wait, I just heard a voice calling in from the North Star. He's mm. my North Star. He's Jack Daniel's North Star. He's society's North Star. He's the yeoman purser of the North Star. Say hello. Bringa! <laughs> <laughs> What's up, brah? It's me. It's your old buddy, Aaron David. What's up, bro? Is that the telephone ring where you stack up blocks and then you hope that they don't all fall Jenga, down? yeah. Bringa. Yeah. You swear like you stack, Jenga. You stack Jenga. a bunch of phones. Right. Jenga! Those assholes out on the deck. Jenga! What well, good fun we're having. Yeah, like I slowly lock the door. <laughs> good night, everybody. The idiots. All right, so here we are at Ear and Loathing, episode 21. I, 21, 21. I know. Yeah. I am in the What's up, yeah. episode? In the torture chamber. Hi. And uh, <laughs> what's going on around here, episode? What's going on, episode? <laughs> All right. 21, huh? Huh. <laughs> this episode's got a nice keister. <laughs> Your keister looks good in those pants, 21. This episode's hot. Check out that episode's toilet. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> to to nice toilet. <laughs> that guy gets more tail in the toilet seat. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yep. Okay. We're, we are 21, aren't we? Pretty well. But uh, anyway, so I'm in the torture chamber. Mm. You know what that means? Mm. I get what? to walk up. To my my hayseed friend, <laughs> and uh, and say, excuse me, sir. Exactly, where are we? Hi there. Welcome to Kibitz Corner. Oh, thanks, Clem. 
Who's this fucking hayseed? <laughs> and I got, I got, I got things. I got things. You know what I have for you guys? What? We're I'm back on the train that we like to call rockets. Rockets. I love this train. Rockets. Get more boats. Rockets. They are unloading. Rockets. Get more boats. All right. So nice. on this round of. Brockets. You guys realize that we, the Gitmo Bros, are a trio. We're mm-hmm. a triumvirate, a mm-hmm. triad, a mm-hmm. trinity, a troika. We're three guys who get together every week. We're threesome. Triplets. Yeah, triplets, if you will. <laughs> so I thought, why don't I do a little uh, Brockets mm. session about things that come in threes. What? Things that's that come in, in threes. threes. And... <laughs> Now it's the thing that the first thing that's going to pop in everyone's mind is oh yeah great like rock trios like uh, right. Jimi Hendrix experience and Rush and the Police guess what no musical acts because like, to me that's almost like its own bracket session someone can yeah. do that one if they want to okay I just thought I would make this uh, not music free but musical act free okay sure all right Understood. so there's going to be a couple little two tree little music things in here but they don't have anything to do with actual bands if that makes sense let's hear them and by the way if we ever do uh like rock trios we already know who's going to win because aaron and i are going to cream <laughs> good one aaron's voting quaint cream's going to win right aaron oh god they're the, they're the, fuck, they're the opposite of cream i thought you were gonna go no <laughs> i won't allow it no yeah i just want to even play the game <laughs> Aaron, are you there? I'm not Click. voting with anything with cream in it. <laughs> yeah, what's the instead of the bring? What's the what's the hang up? Just click. It's a, it's a, Kalika. 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 <laughs> that would be my, my, my sign off. Now we just found out my sign off there. It took 21 <laughs> episodes to figure out. Kalika. <laughs> All right. So things that come in threes. Okay. Well, yeah. And uh, by the way, these are also um, sent in from different various ear and loathing departments. Okay? Oh, okay. From the home right. office in... Yeah, yeah, right. In Wichita. So, <laughs> from the Hocus Pocus Voodoo Department, <laughs> Father, Son, and Holy Ghost versus the Three Wise Men. Oh. So, by the way, I have no fucking idea what the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost are. No. I, does anyone... Well, it's it's in- God, the Lord, and the Holy Spirit. The Lord. <laughs> so, like, the Holy Spirit my, is my take. Well, what has been that? That's the that's the overall f- vibe of the Lord. I, I, I think, or the yeah. the uh, the. Uh, he's a he's a uh, uh, threesome like we are. Yeah, yeah the sense of, the sense of the Lord. The, okay, and then you have the three wise men who brought a bunch of gifts. Those to... guys are fucking knob jobs. <laughs> well, you know, actual idiots going to visit like, a baby on Christmas Eve. You know, Aaron, explain yourself. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, how would that be? Like in real life, I mean, it's a it's a bit of a trope to go on about the wise men, but just like the last thing you fucking need, you're there. You just had a kid. Is these weirdos in the era of quarantine, especially knob jobs? Yeah, they just fucking show up from out of the desert. Who knows what's going on? They've been on camels and shit, and they show up and they've got a bunch of weird stuff that you don't know as a parent. They just 
running in, make, being all loud. The baby's trying to sleep, and they're like, yeah. blinking around. Yeah, I'm already yeah. in a manger with you know with, with, <laughs> with, a, with a donkey brain next to my son, and now I got I you guys, you clowns <laughs> walking in here. <laughs> just, you guys want to rinse up or fucking do anything? <laughs> just jo- Joseph answering the door and going like, God, the baby's sleeping. If you could just leave the stuff by the door. <laughs> yeah. We follow the star. Shut no, no, up. the frankincense. No, no, he's... Yes, but we follow the star. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, the, the, the same North Star that Aaron's on. That's right. right. What is that's frankincense? Right. What is that? They have it's frankincense. It's a reddish-brown gum resin. No, that's... <laughs> and, oh. and why do they bring it? Oh, that's myrrh. I don't know. Yeah. Myrrh, sorry. Yeah, myrrh. That's myrrh. Frankincense is a Was spice. It, that, that line from Life of Brian, too. Don't worry too much about the myrrh next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys, you guys seem to hate the three wise men. So you're going with the Father, the Son, and the Holy. Yeah, Ghost. it's the fucking Lord's in there. It's more revered. It's more revered. I, I agree. Okay, I have that. I have. Okay. I have your answer. Okay, <laughs> from the Begone Music Nerd Department, mm-hmm. a three chord punk song yeah. or waltz time. Oh. One, two, three. Punk one, song. two, three. Ba, boom, ba, ba, um, ba, ba. Mm-hmm. Punk so, song. Pros punk and cons. Walter. You're well, gonna you're gonna go for punk all the time, Aaron. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm what gonna... if the song sucks though? Yeah, no. I mean, it's true. Like if some if some assholes just tuning up Boys of Summer like they fucking did, uh, <laughs> I would take a waltz over that. I, yeah. I suppose so you'd waltz out of there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, I'm gonna. Fuck I'm you gonna, guys. I'm go fuck with waltz. you guys. I make you decide, Damon. I'm gonna go with waltz. Wait, Aaron, are you sticking with three chord punk songs? Or are you going with well? Waltz? It's interesting now because you, 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 you. If if I say that, and the reality is that, like, if I was stuck with that in in the universe, and then suddenly it's just a bunch of horrible ones, mm. you know, maybe I would care. Maybe I would rather have Waltz. I feel like songs that are in Waltz for the most part are pretty good, and, and they're not and making a bunch of new Waltzes. Yeah, classics. <laughs> no one's really working on those. <laughs> it's, so it's are we going waltz market right now? No one's yeah. pitching that over at Interscope. Okay. Hey, I got a waltz band, and uh... well, how about this? I'll take punk songs. Damon's got to choose. I'm going with waltz. Okay, waltz it oh! is. Waltz, waltz hey, hey, hey. eats punk. Who knew? I know. This we, is exciting. We, we really are old men, aren't we? Yes. Okay. From the science, even Republicans can't deny department. <laughs> Primary colors versus the third dimension. The three primary colors, which we all know, are red, blue, and yellow. I did not know that. I did not know that. I got a D in science. (laughs) All the sciences. All of them. Everyone. Because George denied everything back then. Probably didn't. Yeah, but uh, versus the third third dimension, which we are are all in right now. The third dimension is why I have a beer gut. Because if we were in 2D, I'd be nice and flat. Like, like, a, like, a, like, a, like an Egyptian painting. So where All do you stand on fat. The, the primary colors, the three primary colors versus three, the third dimension? I feel like colors for me. Where would we be? Uh, I, have no, yeah. I have no reason for it, really, other than it just seems the, more basic than even a dimension. Because colors would still look good in, the, in, the, in 2D. Would they? I think. See, this is over or under my head. I'm not sure which. But <laughs> Betwixt us, we have three Ds. Ew. Hey, come <laughs> Good on, night, everybody. Looking at a couple of Ds over there. Dongle. Uh, where? So, where do you stand there, Aaron? On on th- on the primary colors versus th- the third dimension. Well, without the third dimension, we're missing out on a lot. Uh, mm. It but can I, be black think- and white, but it would still look dope and be radder. Kid makes a in, point. In if it was in three dimensions. Where would you be without red, though? Well, so some people can't tell between red and green. Some people live like that. Ah, fuck them. Some of our listeners, probably, probably that dude in the Netherlands. Sorry, bro. 
So um, you're, I'm going to go for the third dimension. Third, third okay. dimension. And you're going with Gone colors. primary colors. Gone colors. All right. I I didn't really think this one through too much, but I think <laughs> I think I can live without colors, but I think I need to live in the third dimension. Okay. So I'm going to go with 3D. Okay. Yeah! I see you. <laughs> okay. Life without color is nothing. <laughs> hey, it's just like a newspaper, baby. It's fine. <laughs> All right. So from the speaking of things that come in threes department, a menage a trois versus a three input gal. Oh, God. Oh, God. I was going to do that joke and I edited myself when you first said this. Hey, man, it's my it's my kibitz corner. It's my kibitz. It's my brackets. Triple input. Oh, by the way, the, the, I'm a fan. The menage. I've been everywhere. Done everything. And now I got to put it in your can. <laughs> <laughs> Did you write that right now? You brought it up. <laughs> so listen, you guys, the menage, Sorry, you don't everybody. have to reveal it to the to uh, your fellow Gitmo bros or the audience, but it can be whatever configuration you want. It's your it's your <laughs> ideal yours. menage. Okay? Yeah, it's your free. You, uh, yeah. you know, get Clem in there if you're into it. <laughs> if you're, that's He's your available. Thing, right. you know? Yeah, like pretty much any of our characters, like Raw Dog Cliff could be there. Uh, uh, Brenda. I produced Cast two, from accounting. I produced two chicks in a hillbilly. I produced that <laughs> video. I did. <laughs> All right. So where do you guys stand? Menage a trois versus a three input gal. I'm going menage. That's my. Yeah. In my More gathering years, in, in my gathering years, I'll take one one motivated, <laughs> more motivated gal. That's fine. <laughs> one very motivated gal versus two that you know, maybe yeah. you can't handle. Okay. Yeah. It's a good. Now it's up to Damon again. Oh boy, you guys are keep putting me on the spot here. Yeah. Um, I think. Uh... <laughs> right. Right away, you're gonna admit that you're you know you're fond of the bee hole. <laughs> yeah, I think like the idea of of the gal we're discussing, you're already pretty sure that she's up for stuff. She's into you're, it. Yeah, yeah. She she's it's sort of What established. do you need to bring other people in for? Yeah, yeah, in other words like you it's a it's a it's kind of a mystery box with the other two people. You, you think it it sounds mystery good. box. <laughs> if, yeah, if, you <laughs> if you will. But uh I should be enough for you. I should be enough. Yeah, but no, but you really it's a mystery it's a mystery like you don't know who these people necessarily. They might they might go, "Hey, hey, yeah, I'm not really into this after all, but you said you'd do it." You know, you, anything could happen. I'm just and they could be curious. Yeah. They could be selling photographs. <laughs> right? You know, right. up to no good. Recordings. Yeah, so I think I got to go with the gal. Going to go with yeah! the three inputter. The three inputter. Okay. 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 All right. Um, from the goddamn foreigners department. <laughs> <laughs> this keeps getting better. The Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria hmm. versus the three musketeers. Hmm. Well, one Which of are the D'Artagnan. Did all three of them land? <laughs> did all three of the them land or didn't one uh, get lost? Did they all show up? Of Nina, those Pinto, three? Santa Maria? How the hell should I know? Yeah, one, he's right. Maybe one stayed in Cuba or something or, right. But they did tr- start off together. Yeah, they did, yeah. And they're historical goddamn foreigners. I like well, saying, Santa Maria! <laughs> uh, because we're so close close to, uh, you know, I, I guess, Fourth of July and American Pride, I'm going to go with the discovery of America with the Nina, Pinta, Santa Maria. Okay. Now, they brought a bunch of... Uh, sort of disease, disease and conquest and shit. Did they have any myrrh? 
on board. <laughs> you know they did. They probably used that for some weird freaky shit. This is episode 21, baby. I'm going to get into some different shit. They had Murr and a guy named Murray. <laughs> and a guy named Murray. He had scurvy. That's what they didn't know. <laughs> we got uh, frankincense, we got fucking gold, and a guy named Murray. And uh, Murray's down in the hold. Uh, they call me Murr. He's eating oranges. This, I don't know. What. Goddamn app. I, I ordered Murr. <laughs> it's just a guy, hey, how's it going? Murray, yeah. How are you? Hey, how you doing? Where do I put this? All right, so where do you stand? Jo- uh, George said Nina Pinta. Aaron I'm saying, Lewis. yeah, no, I, I, you're, you made a huge point there, and it's the disease-written and the heads that showed up. Yeah, and then the, mur- the murder that they did. Yeah. Even though the Three Musketeers murdered a ton of people, they were on the right-hand side of things. I mean, unless you were in the ruling class. But yeah. the, they were there to kick, uh, they kick were, some ass from yeah, the Yeah, I mean, uh, one word, swashbucklers. Well, I'm, yeah. I got to go with the Three Musketeers. Another word, candy bar. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Whi- creamy <laughs> nougat whipped up and up. Yeah. I think it's How a dog shit we- bar. I'll tell you. I don't love I don't love that bar. I got to tell you. Yeah. All right, three musketeers. It Fuck is. you, D'Artagnan. <laughs> D'Artagnan. Um, fucking Athos, Porthos, Porthos, Artemis, Aramis. All of you, come in here. No, just three, and leave the swords. Leave the swords. <laughs> leave them outside. D'Artagnan, nice a <laughs> nice apostrophe, guy. We're gonna we're gonna call you Dotty, okay? <laughs> Dot. Okay. Moving on from the. Unlike you kids, we didn't grow up with all your Ataris and your Mrs. Pac-Mans and your Kong Donkeys department. Kong mm. Donkeys? <laughs> A three-legged race versus rock, paper, scissors. Hmm. Now, here's the thing that I was thinking, because to me, the three-legged race just sounds like a big pain in the ass. And you look but, like a fucking asshole doing it. Like, if the, inevitably, there'd be that foxy broad, the triple input woman standing by. So, like, I wonder if I should date Don. And then you have to, she's going to see you doing a three-legged ah, race like a chooch. Right, that's what Devil's I was, advocate. Exactly. What if what if you're teamed up with the with the three-input gal and in the th- and you get to put your arm around her that's and and hop along with her come on right away the memory came back from a birthday party when you're a kid and the girl you got a crush on and you're like oh three look at her do you want to get together and we'll you know and then yeah. you get it close to her and you have to work together yeah <laughs> and so if you win you know three legged yeah. race can go either way rock paper scissors it is what it is yeah it's i always hated that game so hmm. i think we kind of know where i stand i like Rochambeau, actually because you don't look like a chooch doing it Okay, I mean, you look well, odd, I you're guess. going rock paper scissors. Right. Yeah, I was I was leaning towards three legged race, but uh, sounds like Damon's a uh, Rochambeau guy. No, no, I said I, no, I hated the other one. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, well, I'm 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 three legged race. I, okay, I, me yeah. too. Yeah. Three legged race it is. Boo! Boo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From the if it's on, I got to stop and watch it department. The Three Stooges versus the original Star Wars trilogy. Now, disclaimer. Mm. The, the the regular Stooges that we're used to. It's it's Curly, Moe, and Larry. Okay, yeah. And the Star Wars is cuts off at 1983. Yes. No prequels, no sequels, no re-digitized versions. It's the three original you remember as a kid. So yeah, I've gotten way more joy out of the Ridge Star Wars than I did from the Stooges. Stooges can be funny, but I, they get tired real quick. Yeah, that's a, this is a tough one for me. I watched a lot of Stooges in the afternoon as a boy, but... I do love Star Wars. They were yeah. on Channel yeah. Five, yeah, all the, uh, I thought it in was the middle the, of the day. I thought nine? twenty-eight, like twenty-eight. Oh I thought, yeah, like yeah, it was on KCT. high yep. up on the yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Star Wars takes it. I think I would have said Star Wars too. Yeah, and finally on this round, from the fops and dandies throughout history department. <laughs> <laughs> it's always got to be some fucking thing with you. 
Am I a fop or a dandy? I believe I'm a dandy. I'm a teddy boy. (laughs) A three-piece suit versus a three-cornered hat. Now let's let's think this through. Three-cornered hat. We got your Thomas Jefferson buckles of swash, and your uh, your your founding fathers kind of deal. Yeah, George Washington. I don't know how late they wore those, but you know Paul Revere was probably. They wearing put that one. on top of fucking wigs. What did they have against just? They all had shit hair. <laughs> like regular, yeah. They had like Crosby head, I guess, and so they just like <laughs> fucking three thousand things on their dumb head, then a parrot on their arm. Goddamn, God, guys! It's so hot in Boston in the summer too. <laughs> I actually was a was a well, I don't know what you would call it a colonial for Halloween one year. I remember, that. and I was wearing oh. a powdered wig and a three quarter hat, yes, and, a, and a, a frock coat. Oh yeah, court, yeah. Yeah, I look damn good. I must say, uh, our, our friend right. Derek did that once. I, let me tell this very quickly. Okay, I thought it was a funny bit. At least when I was twenty-one, someone was having a. You remember when everyone had seventies parties all the time? Sure. And everyone came. Oh, my funny disco clothes and my big hair. So he and his wife once came in colonial outfits and went. Oh, you make nineteen seventy-six. But when you're drinking, you know, and you're and then they shoved him in the punch bowl. <laughs> That's but it's funny. It's funny. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so three piece suit. I mean, I don't know. Magnum three-piece suits rad, dude. I love a three piece. I love the little pocket watch and the whole business. Okay. And- Do people? But it's not a thing anymore, right? It's from like the, the 60s, 70s. Depends on the fucking suit. You look like an asshole with a dumb suit. Yeah. Uh, if you went to fucking uh, men's warehouse, but you can get them fucking <laughs> rad. Yeah. They fucking cut right, and it's fucking the vest. All about the vest, baby. The vest yeah, is it's all the about shit. The way it fits tight, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah, it's, the the yeah. vest is the third input. You are a handsome <laughs> motherfucker in one of those. That'll, that'll clean anybody up. A three piece. So, I'm going three piece. All right, so three piece suit it yeah. is. You get trip input Trish with uh, with, uh, with a nice vest. <laughs> all right, now hey, try Trish. Now we uh, now we uh, go to the next round here. Okay, it's it's face offs galore. Mm. We've got the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost versus Waltz. Waltz time. Hmm. And the holy, the holy trinity. For I'm me. gonna roll with the waltz. I don't. I'm know going why. with waltz. Yeah, I don't need. Here. I have. I derive a lot of pleasure from waltzes. I have no enough with your interest <laughs> in enough with your Jesus. the majesty of the Lord. In enough the u- oogity boogity. It's enough. Okay. <laughs> That's enough of you, Lord. Ooh, That's enough of you, Lord. <laughs> All right. So we've got the third dimension <laughs> versus the three input gal. Hmm. Come on. Well, that's, come on, dude. Come on. I'm going to shit about the third dimension, <laughs> man. What am I, an asshole? We're, we're all men here, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the third dimension. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, all dude. Right. Take my nerd glasses off. <laughs> get on your tricycle and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> all right, Go we get have- get fucking shine bucks. <laughs> <laughs> we have three musketeers versus a three-legged race. Hmm. I'm going to switch and go musketeers on this one, because I was a big proponent of the three-legged race previously. I'm going to switch. I'm going to go three musketeers for that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they had justice on their side, and there's no justice in the fucking, the idea of the three-legged race is dumb. Yeah, there's, there's they were like into a, justice. There's a lot of crimes against humanity going on in the, in the <laughs> yeah, three-legged fuck. race. If you yeah. win, what are you, the king asshole? What do you win when you're a three-legged race? I, know. I don't know. What do you get? Maybe you get to put your arm around <laughs> the waist of a girl you have a crush on. Maybe. That's, that's the best Maybe. you're going to get. 
hopefully, you know, develop that into a three input situation, yeah, but yeah, that's in, in due time. But that depends okay. on her though. And you don't know who you're matched up with. It might right. just be some, some dumb stick in the mud broad. <laughs> to that's assuming it. it's a broad at all. It's probably with Murray. <laughs> that's right, Murray. Up the Murray ship. And you, you just, and you just, you look at her and she just doesn't understand. You go like, Hey, remember the three legged race? So maybe yeah. she slaps you. What do you mean? Yeah. What are you talking what about? What do you, well, the three input, obvi- the connection's <laughs> obvious. <laughs> I figured no, we met not. this way. <laughs> you were into threes. Do I have to spell this out for you? <laughs> Why would Anal. you think those two things? <laughs> A and just the other two. <laughs> All right. <Jeez>. So, ah. <laughs> uh, the original Star Wars trilogy versus a three-piece suit from the same era. I mean, you say 1977. Yeah. You're looking at both of those things. There were probably a lot of guys who went to the original Star Wars screenings in a three-piece suit. Oh yeah, they were they were the suits from the from the probably from the studio. Right. Yeah. Hmm. It's a tough one, man. I. Geez, where where you come down? Neither man? one ages well. You know what I mean? Because they go out of style. <laughs> uh, um. I just. I keep thinking of how handsome. I and others would look in three-piece suit, but I, I love Star Wars. It was part of who I am and part of my our childhood. It's a big part. I'm not a yeah fucking you know. Han Solo, bro. Yeah, I, I think Star Wars. Yeah, is Star that Wars. you too, Aaron? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right, yeah. Star Wars. It is. Yeah, I, I would have. Yeah. La- I would have landed there too. <clears throat> all right. Okay, next round. Waltz time versus three input gal. Come on, bro. <laughs> trip trish this, this can't end up here this can't why not he brought I, it up okay i see all the, right three input gal all right for me i don't have let the record show that I, you never heard my vote so trippy trish these two degenerates who picked that <laughs> um I, I didn't i just you know you're like the charles manson of this i just told him the address i didn't i wasn't i didn't <laughs> I don't. I, I said I didn't like her. I, you know, I didn't say. Uh. I take no responsibility for my own kibitz corner. All right, so I know exactly where this is going. Mm-hmm. Uh, the three Mus- three musketeers versus Star Wars. We all know where that ends yeah, up. Come on, Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Star Wars. Which which means the Wars. final the final round is is the most innocent thing. <laughs> A world of fantasy and illusion versus... And, and a world of fantasy and illusion. <laughs> okay, what if the three... Okay. If Princess Leia. <laughs> All right, where do you guys stand? Three input gal versus Star Wars. Which one has given you more pleasure? <laughs> <laughs> now we're really... Okay. Yeah. Trish. I'm going, I'm going Star Wars. And guess what, Damon? That puts it on you, because he's going to say three. <laughs> I already said so it. Now, what do you mean? I'm going to say it. I said it. He's already said it. So now it's on I said it friend. in the past. So it comes right back to you. You have to decide. Now it's your fault. <laughs> in your face. <laughs> Don't lie, dude. Don't fucking lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Man, I didn't know you were uptight. <laughs> you're uptight. I mean, it's just facts. It's a big deal. It's just the kibitz, bro. Yeah. Just clem. That's what it means. Yeah. <laughs> I think even when I was at my the height of my love of <laughs> Star go. Wars, there you go, there you go, yeah. I meaning like, I, like I, I couldn't wait to see the, the Return of the Jedi or whatever. I still would have wanted a three input gal. Oh, I wonder if Boba Fett's in this. Do you think Boba Fett might be a girl? <laughs> Who's in what, the thing? What do you think of he? She might be up for. Do you think my Boba's gonna fit? Hell, <laughs> 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 
everybody. And that's and that's Brockage. Roll the music. <laughs> this is the most. This is. The, I, I'm so ashamed of us at this point, and I blame myself. I have no one else. You did it. But me to blame. I know. George and I just responded. All yeah. right. Well, good night, everybody. <laughs> and we slink into a corner. This is what happens when, when, on your, when you have your first taste of alcohol. This is the kind of thing that happens. This is like Clem living on, this is uh, what we don't know next in, the, in, in Clem's town is there's a Clem's version of Times Square where it was all smutty. And that's where this episode was. <laughs> Maybe it was the Kibitz Corner. That's where it was smutty. Yeah, yeah it was smutty as hell. Things oh, it used to be up. real bad back in the 50s. Disneyfied. <laughs> real bad, man. Sheriff, when we come down here. <laughs> oh, that was that that was bizarre, and yet I had awesome. a good time. It was the best. Oh no, yeah, it's great. It was fun. I had a good time. I liked it. You had a good time. It. You liked it. Yeah, you like it. So okay, n- nice session there. But now the thing that I've been dreading all week is my turn to go mm. down to uh, the, the little zone, little little kind of like hidden chamber. We like to call torture chamber. That's the one. Okay, I'm not gonna bullshit you, okay? I don't really give a good fuck what you know or don't know. But I'm gonna torture you anyway. Suffering. Anguish. Anguish. Pain. Torture. Now, Time we're gonna. I know I'm in the torture chamber, but we're gonna give Aaron a little bit of his own torture by deciding who goes first. I feel like it's me. Is it? What? What do we Why don't do? I just go first. George, do it. I'll volunteer. Right, for let's go. say it's George's turn to go George's first. Turns. Leave it at that. Yeah. Very good. Mm-hmm. All right. I am in the torture chamber. I'm looking up Damon's torture song from George. Here we go. <laughs> Holy guacamole! Yeah, I don't think you knew this existed, Jesus. did you? <laughs> You don't know this I, exists. <laughs> oh boy. Turn it up. <laughs> what is she saying? I saw I him. I saw you standing there. I saw him standing there. No, I, there. I, I get that, but that was. A, oh, there's an echo. There's oh, an there's echo an echo. I thought she was <laughs> saying, like rapping over it or something. Okay. No, no, Manny Mota. Yeah, this is. Mota. This is uh, Mota. Mota. This is Tiffany. Tiffany doing. I saw him now. I, him because she's she's changing it mm-hmm. from the Beatles. See the clever little thing she did. She there? talk about little uptight. Twist, little twist there. Yeah, little twist there. Because she did. Uh, I think we're alone now. That was her first Do- big Tommy hit. James. Was this a hit? I saw him standing there. Yes. Yeah, so it started off with with uh, the Tommy James song. Which mm-hmm. I, I think we're alone now. Then followed up by Could Have Been, which at least was an original. I mean, someone else wrote it, but it wasn't a cover. And then and those both went to number one. And then saw him standing there, went to number seven in 1988. Wow. So enjoy this. And that's only because the kids the, the, the kids who liked her just had no knowledge of the original version. No, this is a great song. Listen to it. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. And I, 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 I honestly was, because I remembered this song somehow, and because I worked there when it came out at MCA, but... um. The I was surprised this does not appear on the worst covers ever. I don't know how it isn't. So listen to it. Yeah, okay. It's fucking. And by the way, it's four and a half minutes long. I think the original awesome. is two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> so it it just goes. It's awful. It goes on and on with the echo and the go. Okay, would have been nice if she'd started with the uh, one, two, three, ho. <laughs> <laughs>
Instead of this? Okay. It's yeah, way better than this. Cut some mm. of this dumb stuff out. No. Uh, Aaron, do you remember this song? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no, no, I, I absolutely do. It was, uh, it was shitty then and shitty now. <laughs> and uh, all right, I'm going to keep going, but this, the, the 80s production is really bumming oh, me out. No, and it's really bad, too. It's not even like good. It's just like it sounds like she did this at home. Yeah. She kind of did. Because I just <laughs> picture, you know, that, that the dynamo, Paul McCartney, not only, you know, singing the song, but playing his Hofner bass. Oh, yeah. yeah. With all that energy yeah. and, and like live musicians. And this is just like a guy who programmed a keyboard to do those same. It's a robot. Yeah. The robot rears its head again. Jack Warden produced this. He did. George Tobin. But here we go. Oh my god. <laughs> Crazy guitar. Is that even a real guitar? It's like a Casio guitar. They're yeah. treating those they're they're treating that stuff like garbage. They're wrapping all over Yeah, they're just wrapping like, like all of the equipment. The chords, the fucking <laughs> the keyboards, the fucking fakey guitar, her. The drums, everything. It's just awful. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to be sort of forgiving only because I, this was made for kids, you know, teenagers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and so Boy, was it? it's, it's still a, a, a horror story though. Look, growl in there. Yeah. She's like, I think that Joan Jett would appreciate what I'm doing. <laughs> and here's a newsflash, and I hope you're sitting down. She didn't. She did not. She did not. She did not appreciate this. Ugh. <laughs> the guitar lick was rad. <laughs> Sounded like he was falling down a stair. <laughs> it's like, Murray, throw in some flourishes over the keyboard. Just throw in a few flourishes, wherever you want. Ugh. It's a very cokey version, though. Like, fuck it, I'm, I'm agitated. It's like stressed me, stressing me out. Yeah. yeah. By the way, guys, little known fact, they brought in Steve Lukather for this. They didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because again, someone needs to convince me that that's actually a guitar. I don't know if it is. I, I think it, it sounds like a, a keyboard with a guitar setting. Probably. Ugh. I want to do aerobics to this. <laughs> Jazzercise. Dun, 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 maniac. Me. <laughs> God, this fucking sounds like a triple fucking espresso. Like it's just like a fall. Oh! This is so stressing me out. Oh, okay. What is that? Yeah, what was that? <laughs> Somebody doing like a dive bomb? <laughs> They're doing the double claps, aren't they? Oh, <laughs> yeah. But I, but something just happened. Like Chewbacca made an appearance. <laughs> or something. It was weird. He's My pissed from the rockets. Man, boom. <laughs> no, I'm trying to do Chewbacca meets Tiffany. <laughs> well, my heart went gronk. <laughs> that did remind like now gronk has. The, the football player has ruined the Gronk. 
from Chewbacca. <laughs> Did you guys ever read the Star Wars comics? No. Much the way Teddy Bruschi ruined it for Bruskies. <laughs> <laughs> in 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 the Star Wars comic books, the way that they would have oh. Chewie's uh, vocalizations in dialogue. Yeah. In dialogue, yeah. it would, he would just say Gronk. Okay. Gronk. <laughs> Did not know like, that. Ver- versions of Grunk and Gronk. And so I was like, Gronk. Oh, fuck. It's that idiot from, from the, the Patriots. Ah. Tiffany ruins everything. He's the tight end that didn't murder someone. <laughs> as far as you know. He did a riff over that. The guitar player did a <laughs> well, riff it's, over it's that. It's the riff. It's the riff that happens <laughs> oh, is it? at that okay. point in the song, but the guy's playing it on a fucking... <laughs> Keytar nightmare. He's, he's playing it on a maybe a, a, a Epiphone he got at Sears or something. A writer. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's awful. <laughs> this is really bad. Do you know? Obviously, Tiffany was a big '80s star. She mm-hmm. used to play in malls and stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah malls. The mall good. circuit. And, and I have a did good she story also? For that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, did she also have like the kind of what, what do you call them? Uh, Hollywood parents or or no? That's the that's the stage thing. moms. No, that's the thing. So she, uh, it's it's kind of a it's you know she it was a, it was a typical story of you know she hooks up with this scumbag manager named George Tobin. Okay, and I know some of this because I was at I, where I was an intern at MCA Records when this came out, and she was huge and everything. So she hooked up with him, and it's the same you know terrible story of by the time this song comes out, she's already in a fight with her parents to emancipate, to move out. The judge says it's all early Britney Spears shit mm-hmm. happening with her. And this, how come, old is she at that point? She's like fifteen. Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, and then wait the uh, and but the genius part, which I have to get this name right because it's so awesome. Um, because <clears throat> I remember being there, and so the first single from this record was called Danny, and it just took a dump. And this guy who was the promotions, had a promotion, his name was Larry Salters. And his his teenage girls like going to malls. And no one had thought of this before. And he went, why don't we send her out to malls just with the karaoke machine and a thing? And if you see the videos online, it's great where it just says Tiffany. It looks like it's cardboard. Yeah. And then people went absolutely fucking crazy. And that's how I think you're alone now broke. And by the way, that tour, which started in Paramus, New Jersey. I love this name. Is that where she's from? Back east? Uh, no, she's from Florida. Okay. Um. So let's see the um, the name of this tour was the beautiful you celebrating the good life shopping mall tour eighty seven. Oh jeez, <laughs> that's hard to put on the bus. <laughs> the beautiful you celebrating the good life shopping mall tour eighty seven <laughs> and LLC. Was, right, you have to have like that. That starts on the front of the t shirt and it has to wrap around <laughs> to the back. By the way, so successful. How successful, you ask? Well, that. Um, a little I, did, act- I didn't ask. Okay. <laughs> a li- a little I'm act- asking that you not tell us. <laughs> a little act called New Kids on the Block opened for her. Oh. And KOTB. When, when she finally went on tour, and that's how they learned the, hey, let's go to a mall and cause pandemonium trick. Yeah. It was from her. Right. They learned it from that. And then the other story that's so awesome, which I'm still torn on to this day. So um, scumbag manager, George Tobin. Um, so I'm working at MCA and, you know, and, and all the promotions guys and the marketing guys, they're all those amped up dicks. They're all on Coke. It's they're dicks, you know, ordering me around, go get me caught, all that kind of thing. Yeah. And Tobin would come in, he's notorious for this. He'd come in and he would just order a guy out of his office. He'd go, you're vice president of promotions. Damon, get out. I need your office. And he'd throw a guy out of his own office, start ordering the, all the assistants around. He, he'd go, ah, this is my record company. I have the biggest hit. Just get out. 
Or you'd come back from lunch and he'd be in your office and you would know where to go. And I always thought, what an asshole. But I thought, oh, it's kind of funny. He's a bigger asshole than the assholes. So I think I like him. <laughs> the enemy of my enemy. enemy. Right, exactly. I thought, oh, he's, this is kind of funny. Uh, get the fuck up. Get out. Get out. Get out. And if they do it, they just get out because they was making money hand over fist because this record, you can see, was recorded in a box. It yeah. probably cost a dollar. Yeah, know? they were paid They were paid money. The session itself was paid money to leave. So they made money <laughs> on the sesh. And my, my other thought about Tiffany, mm-hmm. the person, mm-hmm. is I, I feel bad for I'm looking at this picture of her. Yeah. she And yeah. she just seemed like a sweet kid. Right. Yeah. She was never like a little weirdo cunt, was she? No, no. She did country music things and yeah. learned songs, and then was on Star Search and yeah. you know, the usual kind of thing like that. And feel she that way did, about Debbie Gibson, just like. Oh, oh and they, and they yeah, tour now together. The two of them have gone out together and done malls even now. And there's yeah. there there is a very Tiffany's had a rough time of it, a couple of divorces and whatever. Posed for Playboy. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a thing of her, even I think it's from 2021. That's it's just. She's doing, I think you were, we're alone now, and I think in Orlando, and, and she's drunk. Oh. And and someone goes, someone yells her, you suck, or something. And, and she goes into the, yeah, fuck you, this is my hit. I'm doing it, <laughs> oh, I don't care what you. So oh. she's still, she's 50 now, and still having a little bit of a rough time of it. But uh, That's the asshole out. who goes to that show and then says that to the, to the performer. Who like yes, she's having a hard time, but like, why do you need to editorial? I hate people. What, yeah. and, and it was an acoustic <laughs> of course, that's version. Exactly what we're doing. Guitar player, you know, but like not to her face. No, not to her face. But let's hear the rest. Maybe after you hear the rest of the song, you'll join hating her as well. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to yell, "You suck!" at the at the <laughs> you computer suck. screen. You suck, Tiffany. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yeah, you're you're so I think it was Aaron who brought it up. I mean, she really is and someone told her to sound as much like Joan Jett as you can. Right? This, well, they, they, the they, whole affectation well, and everything. They, they've, they've, the the, voc- the effects on the vocals are sort of like well, Joan Jett. back then they described her as gravelly voice. She was supposed to be a little that was kind of her thing was to be a little bit growly in how oh. she sang. So but it says it's a very reminiscent of Joan it Jett. It is. Well, to me the production is too. It kind of sounds Joan Jetty. I don't mean the guitars. Yeah, I'm going to say mean, the band I mean, doesn't, but the but yeah. the effect vocal the, effect yeah, on yeah. her. It sounds like similar. Uh, yeah. That's exactly what they're going. Because some of this, I and tell me if I'm wrong. Some of this, it it tells you what because what you can do with the keyboard sounds. Some of those keyboard sounds in the beginning remind me of, of an early print sound. Like that's the sound. Yeah, but the way he uses it is certainly. What year is this again? 87. 87, Yeah, but I'm not talking about his records from whatever you know for you and those earlier you know. Those earlier records. Yeah, I was going to say, like, these are, these maybe very well, maybe Prince uh, keyboard sounds that he had abandoned like eight years earlier. Right, yes. <laughs> but it, I, when it hit, yeah. I'm like, oh, Prince can make this great. So you can make it yeah. great. Like, right. <laughs> well, the Beatles made it great. Right. Well, too, the Beatles also. And by the way, guys, this, this put a lot of, this put a lot of money in Mockett's account. So <laughs> went to number seven again, you know, whatever, yeah. 20 years after. So, right. <laughs> 25 years. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> that guitar player should be fucking strung the oh fuck my up. God. How come there's so much of him and then Chiquiso is just fucking removed entirely from the face of the <laughs> He's planet? He's not even working. You could have called him. Yeah. God damn. This guy's getting nothing but solos, licks. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I'm. 
I'm going to say that as a guitar only because like it, it sounds is. like he's doing things that you, you couldn't do on a keyboard. No, it's not. But the, they've processed <clears throat> the sound of it so much that it it could be a keyboard on, on in a different and not a good keyboard like a Casio, not yeah. a DX7 yeah. or like a Casio. Like like they deliberately <laughs> went for that sound. I guess <laughs> it would be weird. You tell me if they had done a sort of like authentic. We've got a real rock band in here playing you know aping the beatles right yeah and we're doing all their licks and we've got some cool good guitar sounds yeah. and stuff would that have been a hit or would the teeny boppers have needed this processed i think garbage? it needed to sound like this i think uh, this this was the sound then so i mean she was just copying everybody i mean i guess this whole dance diva thing starts with what madonna is right <laughs> but isn't she enough of a kind of pop uh, treat for kids that that like sh- just her there and in fact having a, a a live rock band backing her up might even give her a little more like edge like i think they just would have gotten mm-hmm. away from the piece of the marketing is only her every the song itself is secondary everything is secondary and it's just yeah. a reason for her to get out there and sell a thing it doesn't matter what the thing is yeah is the impression i get especially i mean sonically it seems to be aggressively true it's terrible <laughs> <laughs> It does seem aggressively bad. Yeah. And by the way, it's aggressively long. Yeah, it is. Because we've we're, got like two two minutes. Yeah, of this is we're not even half done, I don't yeah, think. My yeah, word. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get to this. My word. <laughs> Egad. Here he comes. Get him, JJ. Get him, JJ. He's hot. What was what was the point of the solo if it's not a band? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah. There is just, one in the ridge, right. so they figure they've got to do it. But like, why? I why? think they take I, up time to make what? it longer because this is a short song. The Beatles. This is a what two minute twenty second song yeah. or something. Like it's well, it's I think to make it longer so you can keep dancing. I mean, that's the whole. I guess my yeah. my thought would be, and maybe this sort of predates it, and they wouldn't have thought of it at this point, but. Like this set seems like the perfect opportunity for her to go into some sort of rap. <laughs> why, why weren't you at the session? It, like, there's a thing this doesn't need. It's that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we go into a rap? Even well, even don't George they bring Tobin, it down again? Idea. I think they bring it down again they so do. that she could do that intro again. She does. She does. <laughs> What was that? Were, were you she, Boba Fett? What she goes that? into Swahili. <laughs> this thing was huge in Swahili. Dude. She started. She started. Yeah, international hit. They started doing. She, they, he's right. They go back and I saw him standing there. I saw him standing there. Okay, so I, I was saw kind him of standing. right. It, you're kind of rappy at the end. Yes. Yeah. It, nothing rhymes. It's the same words over and over. So this this solo just seems a little bit uh, superfluous to me. But Egregious. The whole song's superfluous, <laughs> by the way. But the, the solo in particular. Here we go. Was that a burn. that was a flourish? It was a, it was a flourish on a Casio. You yeah, know that's a was. Casio. <laughs> they asked Damon what he thought at the time. He goes, "Yeah, it's super." And they and they go, "Awesome." He goes, "You want to let me finish?" Fluis. <laughs> should, should we throw it? What do you call that when a piano? What's the technical name of that when you do all the keys? Like, a, yeah, what's the name? Uh, there is a name for it. I don't our, know. Do you know, Aaron? <clears throat> The, the Jerry Lee. Yeah. It's not, yeah, right. it's not an arpeggio or something? Or a, no? 
It's a, a slide or a I don't slide. Know. Okay, but it's it's I awful. I don't know. Like I, I, I was gonna say, the guy. Hey, should I do one? Yeah, go ahead, do a couple. Yeah, <laughs> but on like plastic keys. <laughs> On, on like a, a, a it's like a, a triangle setting or so, something, right? Sounds like someone rested their elbow. On it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Song stinks. Stink. <laughs> stinks. It's a creep. It's a real creep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Digging in. Digging in. J.J. on guitar. <laughs> I think that's George Tobin on it's guitar. George, Tobin. <laughs> George Tobin's six-year-old son. It just the story well, That's like Tobin this. on keyboards. He's tickling the Tobes. <laughs> <laughs> He's tubular. He's tubular. <laughs> um, so, stories like this remind me of one time I was up at the Old Town Pub in Pasadena mm-hmm. with, with a friend. And this was years after Armona's residency there and i just happened i don't know why i was there but i happened to be there mm. and i'm sitting outside and i hear this ba- this band you know they still have punk bands coming in and out of there all, all the time aaron and this band gets up on stage and i'm talking to my friend but i keep hearing this band i'm going and they're intriguing me because i'm like this is like i think this is this isn't like punk this is like kind of quirky weird stuff almost like a modern talking heads or something. So finally I just poke my head in there and I start listening for a while. And I'm like, these guys are fucking good. I can't believe, I mean this and they're original, their songs are good. Uh, the, the kind of quirky front man is, is great. I mean, and they've got girls in the band doing stuff. It's, it's just really cool. So I finally just go and buy the, uh, their demo, <clears throat> take it home. Listen, it's, and the recordings, you know, it's obviously amateur recording, Yeah, but it's, this, you can't deny that these are great songs. Yeah. And I'm, I'm to the point where I'm so excited about this. I call my friend from uh, Warner Brothers and I go, yeah. dude, you got to hear this. This is this, this little band I saw, the kids in, in, in Pasadena last yeah. night. And he, I sent him a copy of it. He fucking loved it too. He, and I said, well, let's tell them, let's, that we can, you know, maybe hook them up with a deal or something. You became the scum. You're George Tobin. No, but I, we <laughs> signed, we, I put together this deal and I had my attorney put it together and I said, out loud in bold underline, like we do not own anything of yours. All we're doing is setting you up with a deal. Right. And, uh, it was, it was totally, everything was above board. And I said, have your attorney look at, I don't care. I just fucking love your music. and I'd love to help you succeed. Well, this is the point I'm getting to the, the kit, the lead singer songwriters, dad was an old industry hack. He's a bass player. Oh, he shut down the whole deal because he didn't trust us. I'm shutting this. Down. I mean, you could my, you could look up my friend online. He's I'm not going to say who he is, but mm. you could look him up online. He mm. he was very legitimately worked for this thing. You could look at the contract and go, these guys aren't trying to rip us off. So eventually, the kid came back because my dad said I can't do it. So later, every once in a while, my friend and I who tried to set up this yeah, deal, right, go and look up that band online, and uh, guess what? old dad now mm. sort of foists himself into every video playing bass and being wacky with the band. Oh. And it's so, it's embarrassing to watch this guy who's like, and, and the kid is probably like, I have, my dad's my dad. I have yeah. to let him in on this yeah. stuff. And he's the expert in the, in the industry and everything. And uh, anyway, so I just picture like guys like George Tobin <laughs> who take over these kids and just, you know, I know I, he's not related to her, but it's that same vibe of like just old guy, sticking his dick you know metaphorically in this case into this, these kids careers yeah and uh 
and just fucking everything up. Like the opportunities Tiffany could have had, like the, the opportunities this band I was just telling you about, they to maybe grow into a thing. Like I mean, it, yeah. it, it just is. They are defined as a moment in time because of how they're treated initially, mm-hmm. rather than somebody who could grow. Like you know, Madonna got hooked up with the right people. Yeah, you know, like Seymour Stein and the right producers and everything. So it just kept growing. There was no way that somebody was just going to jam her up. You know. Yeah. Um. Speaking so, of, I just. Oh, sorry. So, so no. Speaking of, I just I did, I'd forgotten this part that you guys are right that she um she would have been better at country music. Believe it or not, discovered by Hoyt Axton at the Palomino here in Los Angeles. Oh, like cool. doing Queen of Hearts and doing covering Juice Newton and Tammy Wynette. That's at like fourteen or yeah, yeah, fifteen. Yeah. yeah, and she could have been. She would have been better at that than this. <laughs> Yeah, and the maybe, growly voice might work there. God, and the fucking the country might have treated her better. Yeah, you know, right. It would have just a singer. Yeah, yeah. because the country is kind of known for um, cultivating young girls and young women. Yeah, and maybe they probably get a lot of shit from creepy old guys too. But like sure. rock, rock guys are just all just fucking. Vipers. Yeah, it's still the music business. But, yeah, but yeah, right. there's something there's something that could happen maybe better for yeah. her to end up in Nashville, Nashville or something. Yeah. Right, than Los Angeles. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, Didn't happen. Keep, sorry, sorry. Yeah, though, so I don't even know if that story was had a point to it, but it, it just, it, but whenever I think of these creepy old guys, I think of this the old bass player in this, in this young kid's video. I'm like, why the fuck? Oh, well, after, like, I think it, after, she only had, I think, two records with MCA and then she was gone because they used her up. Yeah. And she signed, she left George and, and had a big lawsuit with that and signed with the new kids guys. Oh, that she had helped bring up huh. whoever the new kids managers were. She signed with them, but it never went anywhere after that. She it wasn't, you know. Yeah, she probably made enough money as a kid to uh, ostensibly retire. She made records into the nineties, but no one bought them. That's what I mean. Is like her fucking parents and this Tobin asshole was probably completely ripped her off and everything. Well, no publishing because this is all someone else's music. <laughs> True, but still, I mean, you got to yeah. imagine. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, she, right, here we go. Back to you, Tiffany. Yep. Yeah, that guy. That gets, yeah, he speaking steps of stick your dick. Vocal. Yeah, the fucking guitar player. <laughs> uh, I, I love. Do you know who that is? Like who the musicians were on this? Or I did not. I gotta know who these dummies okay, are. Because I could not. Because the thing is, uh, Here, I play it not. while you look. Yeah. No, let's enjoy. <laughs> What the hell was that? Sounds like a nightmare. Big yeah. ending. Big ending. <laughs> Do they? Are she avoiding? I can't tell with uh, the the sonic uh, intricacies of our connection here. Uh, is she avoiding <laughs> the entire harmony part yes. on the? Um, yes. Uh, no, it, it, I heard it. It's very subtle, but it's there. You're talking about the Lennon part. She wouldn't dance. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's in there in a couple times. She sometimes right. she does it. Sometimes she does, it, as far as I can tell. Right. Well, that little thing she just did was that they held out that chord. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Wow, that was like the reason why this song is four minutes is because of that. Otherwise, it would have been the same length as the Beatles song. It took so long to get through that. I wonder um, if, like, contractually, she they had to have a song that lasted this long. There must have been an edit. George loves to not give us the edit, uh, I, but I refuse yeah. to believe that radio was playing all of those solos when they wouldn't play any of Jaquiso solos. This yeah. is the official album cut, Aaron. <laughs> Yeah, singles. For purist. For purist. I'm, I'm begging you. Album cut. <laughs> Album cut. Oh, <laughs> uh, yick. 
dick. Um, one of the guitar players is uh, Dan Lee Huff, and he's you know a country dude. So okay. I don't know if that's him, but he's he's the guy listed here as the. There's one other guy that you can't find out who he is. There's just no link to him. I'm going to so, leave in a minute in a huff. <laughs> yeah, I'm leaving in a huff from this. So, you know, there it is a Dan, guitar player. Dan, so I just want to get the correct spelling of your name for the credits. He's like, don't worry about it. Two N's. <laughs> Two N's. On. I'm begging you not to worry about it. <laughs> I was never here. <laughs> uh, All right, so I guess we have to get to the, the other rap, rap breakdown. And then after sure. that, I, I can't take any more can't of this. take any more? Yeah. Okay. Right. But I don't know when that's coming, because we've got another, like, at least minute and a half here. A couple more solos to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's more solos here. Kitar coming your way. Wow. Is it over? No. That is totally a Prince. It's a Prince yeah. sound right there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's where it would have ended at three minutes or whatever. No, but no, it keeps going. Yeah. This is your rap. Just 17. <laughs> that's, oh, that's she's just saying yeah. the lyrics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not from the song. What did she say? Don't ever dance. Wow. Her voice is kind of one note, isn't it? I don't think she was in the ballads and stuff. The other other songs uh, could have been a ballad and it doesn't sound like this. It's a ballad. You know, I bet you it's dumb. (laughs) Bet you it's dumb. (laughs) All right. So I think we're alone now. It's as bad as that one is. It's heads and shoulders above this. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know. That was a huge hit song. Everyone knows that song from her version of it, too. It's almost like that quintessential uh, story of how they would just go, all right, well, that's the hit, so let's put all our money into that, and the rest of the album is just like one clunker after another, because no, we don't give a shit. No, they right? did that. They tried that with Danny, the song, then that it tanked, and then they sent her in the malls, and I Think You Were Alone Now became the hit. The first one they put all the money on didn't work. You mean promotion or, or yeah. recording? Uh, both, I guess. I, did, right. I just noticed that uh, Danny, the first single, the the guy who was uh, in Supertramp, the guitar player from Supertramp, is on that song. <laughs> so they, they're getting they, all the luminaries. They, they, they on paid this. one. They paid for him one on one song, and then they got Dan for the rest. <laughs> Raja Hodgson, <laughs> different guy. But all right, let's keep going. Uh, superfluous tramp. <laughs> Super. <laughs> um, so we got to the rap. Let's get through the rap, and then I and I'm out. All right, because okay. okay. I just want to see if anything little quirky happens. Nobody, nobody, nobody. You sing nobody. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Demon when I wrote this. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's I can't it. take Fuck. it anymore. There you go. How is Gross. that not on the list of some of the worst? I went looked at a bunch of like yeah. worst covers ever. How is that not involved in the conversation? Everyone's just pretending it didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> I think. I mean, I really don't know how it wouldn't be. It's just so oddly. Um, boring for all t- all the yeah horrific- it's forgettable it's every it's yeah. very very forgettable there's no life in it and there's life in the you know, tommy james song 
Yeah. You know, maybe. You don't think this is aggressively bad, though? Well, the Tommy <laughs> James song, when I think back to it, I haven't heard it in 100 years, but... It, there's a lot of dynamics in it, right? Mm-hmm. Like it brings down. Yeah. So that had yeah. just had the already giving her the gift of of a well kind yeah. of constructed song. Yeah. This the Beatles version is just a good good clean rock and roll song. Yeah. Yeah. But this she's not pulling any emotion out of it at all. Zero. And no one's rocking. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Except the robots and maybe the like, guitar players. Yeah. <laughs> she's <laughs> having a fucking field day. It's it's uh it's like this song actually took rock away from the world where people have to rock more just to make up the deficit. That's what happened here. All right, I'm done with with Tiffany. Okay. Poor kid. I, I mean, it's looking at her face. She she was probably a sweet kid. Um all right, so that was uh that was pretty fucking awful, George. Yep. And I think it's time for uh Aaron's entry. Entry in this into this uh, derby of shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you ready, Aaron? Fuck yeah! <laughs> this is a video, by the way. Uh, I, I I tend to not want to do that, but I had to do it with Wasp. And when you watch this, you'll see that I had to do it here, too. It's another oh, Wasp plug? <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right, here we go. Clicking on, I'm already horrified. Some header here. Okay. Is this it? Or is this an ad? Nope. No, this is part of it. Just let okay. it go. <laughs> Do it! Speaking of robots. What? So yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're the, back at JY again, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Taking yeah. another shot at JY. <laughs> JY! Boy, that is low. Another On the shot solo at JY. Record. A solo record. This is JY, JY solo. Uh, yeah, and the, uh, you called it, Damon. Those drums are very much, it was like uh, oh, God, the drums- the robot that played them on Eliminator had a dumb brother <laughs> robot, and it's and that's this that's this, this robot. This, we don't and have so any money for drums. Yeah. Uh, so and this um, the guitar lick that's happening there is the only thing, the only and I the only thing that's worth a shit in this song. Um, let me just tell you real quick about some things here. After so after Kilroy was here was released in '83, they did the subsequent tour. Mm-hmm. And then they did the live album caught in the act that celebrated that last tour. So now we're looking at like late 84. <laughs> it's about to be 1985. Now they're going to take a break. Sticks is going to take a hiatus and Tommy Shaw, uh, they're on AM. And so Tommy Shaw gets a two record solo deal. So does Dennis DeYoung. And they both have hits that same year. Oh, and, right. Oh, and, Desert Moon. And yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Girls with guns for tommy shaw Tommy's thing right yeah, yeah and mm-hmm. so but jy not the hitman in the group was n- aggressively not offered a deal from a&m their own oh. label so he had to go he was allowed to go somewhere else because they just wanted to keep sticks happy so he went to passport records <laughs> which folded in 88 but that was a subsidiary of sire so they okay. you know it was like i think they had three dog night and uh, like Al Stewart was on the label and Robbie Krieger had a solo record over there. So like, that's what was going on at that shop. So JY puts this record out and telling that this song here, wild dogs in the night Mm. is, is the closest thing to a single that exists on the record. And, and, and so not only was it like Jim's record label, but he was offered (laughs) a very cautious single album deal. Yeah. (laughs) And this is a guy like, 
This was a oh, favor. You, oh, you're into sticks? Favor. All right, let's talk. Oh, you're the heavy metal poisoning guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, exactly. So, he's his role, um, Jay, you know, I, we discussed this back when we talked about sticks, is JY's role is to be the rocker and right. the shredder. So, when he looks for a producer and a, and a co-pilot to do this, naturally, he goes to Jan Miami Vice Hammer. <laughs> to oh my make God. the record with him. Proper. <laughs> so they make this record together. Wow. Young. Really? And so all oh. over it, you know, in a, in a beautiful synchronicity of this show is that there, what George just played us with that weird guitar that sometimes doesn't sound like a guitar at all. Jan will often pick up JY's solos and do them on keys as he does in the Miami Vice soundtrack. Right. right. Now, there's a moment in this where it sort of changes keys sort of vaguely. That is exactly the Miami Vice song, theme song. So yeah. start listening for this and you're gonna, and, and, and just bask in the melody of JY. Songs called Wild <laughs> Wild, Wild Dogs, Dogs in the in Night. The night. Yeah. So let's let's just soak it in. Yeah, soak it in. And uh and by the way, the video is sort of like that. What year is it? Oh, so this is like eighty four or something like 86. that. Right? Eighty six. Oh, okay, sorry. And so, like this black and white with the shadows, and you know, mm-hmm. and the and the kind of empty rooms has been done five billion times at this point. <laughs> Very cinematic, yeah. yeah. Very cinematic. JY's going to wear some outfits, and uh, JY has no idea about emoting to camera. No clue. <laughs> he has as much idea about emoting to camera as he does about finding a melody in anything. So let's just enjoy. Remember how he sang before. Yeah. And now let's listen to what he's doing now. Yeah, he has as much idea about emoting as he does about growing out his bangs. <laughs> Cuz as I as I think is going on here, he still has the bangs. Yeah, and I would you get rid of a little bit more like hair metal hair a little bit more than that, but by 86 you, know. you had to, yeah. Yeah. So James, like, when we said bang your head, that's not what we meant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> have you heard this before george no god <laughs> that's how we start in the song and this is the one that's most like a single so you can imagine poor a&m they're like what's the rest sound like get this the makes, fuck out of here Jay. This, this makes heavy metal poisoning sound like bridge over troubled water yeah dude so like let's let's keep going because he's gonna do some insane stuff All to right. your face Saw the scorpions video <laughs> yeah his he okay we gotta we gotta stop talking about his him because okay. this, yeah so no, just, I mean, like just let's just let's pay listen, attention let's to listen. him okay. audio wise yeah. Okay. yeah but okay but, but you need it's to so see distracting though how can you not look at him with his well, then his, i said i sent it on purpose like you need to see it because you've never seen it before and i, I refuse to play this song without you seeing this, this is <laughs> but here's the question for you because i'm listening to it i'm hearing the back of vocals and i'm like well that's the dennis DeYoung part like mm-hmm. could this song have worked if Sticks had done, a sticks had done it real drums and everything instead of whatever I'm hearing here. Jan Hammer, Jan Hammer's you know programming prowess, and then also like not him singing. Yeah, yeah. Any anyone like else. if Tommy Shaw had been singing it or something, could this have been a, like a decent album cut for Sticks? Dude, a, a hobo on the street that they just <laughs> that they just surprised and, and they put a microphone and say, like, "Wake up!" and then like and he would be singing. He would do a better job than this. 
Uh, actual wild dogs in the night could sing this. Actual, better. get a wild dog. <laughs> Have a wild dog like bite JY, and let's like see. Like the German Shepherd that we were talking about, the littlest hobo. Yeah, run, that's the hobo I meant. Run, Joe, run. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now, like, I want you here. He he does some mm, mm, great stuff coming up. Okay. okay. Let's pay attention. I'm not 100% opposed to that guitar riff. Yeah, no, the riff is cool. The yeah. riff is as cool as it's going to get, though, unfortunately. That's what he does. Um, I'm yeah. going to go the other way, because it, 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 speaking of our past shows, there's there's something about his delivery that is a little bit Blackie Lawless-ish. Mm. <laughs> and I right, think well, it, if yeah. they went the other way with it yeah. and they let Wasp do this, maybe it would be right. <laughs> I'd rather yeah. listen to Tiffany trying to be Joan Jett <laughs> than James Young trying to be Blackie Lawless. I mean, I'm... I'm Fucking I'm, J.Y. He puts uh, the Y in JY. I'm why? checking off the pros yeah, and cons why? of each. And why? <laughs> why? <laughs> I'm coming down on Tiffany. So, like, I hope you enjoyed the on the streets of LA. Yeah, LA, LA, there's a lot he of does, guys talking about LA. There's so the many shout outs. Yeah. In this song, in this song, he shouts out everyone. So let's let's dig in. Okay. Dig in. What is he talking about? What are the so lyrics, let, let, me, yeah. let me tell you real quick. Yeah, tell so us. He, he says when he, he, there was a one that that Passport uh, Records did where JY talks about each song, like a quick blurb. And about this, it says, this one was inspired by the sounds of wild dogs and coyotes I used to hear when I spent some time in the Los Feliz area of LA. But as the song says, <laughs> some people aren't quite housebroken either. So he's just full of his own... Uh, he's high on his oh, own domesticize had to do with like a domestic pet right I but guess. then yeah but then i i say uh <laughs> like when you with what's going on in the video where he's sort of you know walking women on leashes and and he's referring to sort of women as like he never says we're all wild dogs in the night he wants you to know that he's on the outside looking in at everybody else being wild dogs, dogs. Yeah, and so he mentions specifically. He mentions lawyers and doctors and women, and so well, and <laughs> they're 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 howling at the moon and presumably begging for lessons in domesticity from JY. <laughs> well, yeah, if you don't like Los Angeles, get out. I mean, you know, I, that's who's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah that sounds like a your problem. Yeah, uh, right. Why I mean, be JY? So go home, fella. You know, and, what? and this anytime you're you have some revelation about Los Angeles. When you're, you know, you happen to be staying there recording and then you're, you're songwriting and like, there's how many fucking songs about city of angels. Streets. It's always city of angels. And, and yeah. I thought this, but it turns out it's the city of devils. Yeah. Uh, Sin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so the, so the wild dogs, he's, is he, is he also going to make an analogy to like the, the, the record industry or something? Well, yeah. Those, those are the dogs. Well, he's talking lawyers. about, yeah, he's talking about just, uh, people yeah. who are not quite human. They're, they haven't been domesticized and he's telling you he's, by naming. He has. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he names all these things later on, as you see, which I'm begging you to keep playing, but yeah. he will, <laughs> she will tell you and why he, my take on why he names every place in the world is that he wants to let you know that it's, you know, presumably a, a global issue that he's managing. 
for us. Well, so I, I you think know. he means those fuckers over at A and M that didn't give him the deal, right? Well, you know That's that doesn't this help. This is doesn't it's fucking it. help. Um, but he recorded this record before they turned him down, so they turned him down because <laughs> of this record. <laughs> <laughs> they let him go contractually let him go somewhere else. <laughs> no, you know, we're going to, we're going to pass for us. Uh, did you hear wild dogs? I, we did. Um, it's the single. Uh-huh. Um, I heard it. Please, please. How did play. you, did, how did you find, did you know yeah. the song this before? Song, this song is something that, uh, over the years when, um, when back when like VH1 classics was on, it was, it was like a, it would just play all kinds of old jams all the time. We would always be raging over at Joey Ponchetti's house, uh, <laughs> on the weekend. And we would just be getting into it and getting into it and cutting it up. And uh, inevitably, this video would come on. It was bizarre. Like, so there'd be like a Scorpions video or this video. And it was just a love to hate it. And so we couldn't believe it when we saw it. We're like, this is this is incredible. And so then we would look it out. And then that was before YouTube. And then we would search it out all the time to do some of the bits that he does to your ears later on in the song <laughs> so that's how it was sort of quote unquote discovered okay, certainly so it wasn't you, you because it was played it. anywhere no, yeah but you, no. you don't remember from like 87 or 86 or whatever it was you know what a hammerhead i am but still i, I missed it <laughs> all right here we go Any lyrics we need to know right there? Because we just passed the part where the girls are on the ground with the leash and everything. Uh, He's just saying, uh, he's saying, it was the bang of hounds, doctors, and lawyers, pets on the prowl, forgotten lives. You know, they're primal creatures now. Now, don't you know they're all just wild dogs in the night? Uh, he, he bring, uh, he brings up uh, the fact that people aren't housebroken. Like it's two shades away from like spinal tap. Well, stuff. I, I was just pointing. <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's aggressive. Yeah, I'm wearing a Nigel shirt right now. And, and was, George just pointed to it well, when you were saying the, that. You know, you have a woman grease naked on all fours <laughs> with a leather glove forcing her to sniff yeah. it. <laughs> wasn't a glove, believe me. <laughs> believe me. It wasn't a glove. <laughs> they, they wanted to use. Just they wanted to use. Oh, he's the victim. Right. They did a twist on it. Yeah. See? It's such a yeah, fine so, line. But in this, like, he's also, he's like walking. He's got like five women on leashes and then he's walking and he's uh, got an old man mask on that then they rip off of his face. And then he tells you about all the, all the cities that are, that are, that feature wild dogs. Uh, but in the it's night. LA's fault though. They didn't it's LA's Well, He fault. names them first. Okay, right. He names them first. <laughs> There's you also know? something weird about him being the only, you know, this, this kind of overlord of this world he's talking about where he's the one he's this, he's seeing everything. Mm, yeah. And he's in the cage. Yeah. Like no, why is he they, in the cage? Mine's a yeah. cage. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really it's really it's nuts. You know? you know what? It sounds like someone went to an eyes wide shut party while he was out here in Los Angeles, and it freaked him out. <laughs> Should have been a mouth fucking closed mouth, shut, mouth wide shut, <laughs> mouth agape party. <laughs> All the streets of LA. He went to he went to a Twilight Macho party, Aaron. What he did? He went to went to you know bedrooms and closets of Hollywood, the back rooms and boardrooms. Twilight Macho. Oh, James. Oh, the, oh, did you see that? Do you remember the face he makes when he turns yeah. to say the streets of oh, yeah. LA? Get and used then, to that face because he quickly, starts. Well, while he's driving, he's gonna he's gonna keep looking at you and going ha. 
<laughs> yeah, and and also interspersed with shots of of street signs of like La Brea and, and Hollywood yeah. Boulevard and stuff. Yeah, where the devils are. Yeah, right. Where the, <laughs> the dogs, the wild dogs, and the dogs yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> he's got to keep looking at the road. Yeah, because he's actually driving. He's not in a picture car. Yeah, he couldn't afford it. <laughs> Let me slam on the brakes. <laughs> like a, just go sailing out. Yeah, right. like, like a lady with a shopping cart. Or okay, take two. Something. Someone get JY off the pavement. <laughs> There's no budget for this. Like, you okay, buddy? You okay? Your shoulder? <laughs> ay, ay, ay. He, he looks like he looks a lot like um. I, we keep talking about the video now, but shit. He he looks a lot like um Rudy Shanker, right from from uh from scorpions yeah yeah i mean it's a you, lot like him yeah he does yeah, if yeah. he had shorter hair he would look yeah, uh yeah. it would look like so it for like sure like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i accidentally just freeze frame on on a shower his mouth is wide open and his, <laughs> he's got those giant choppers yeah, he does yeah. That's why he always had the bang, so you just didn't pay attention to his, his baba, <laughs> baba buoy teeth. He's too too toothy. Ta toothy. Jay White. Here, okay. Other now, lawyers. This is the guitar right solo. Yeah. Oh, Aaron, did right, you notice this? It's exactly lawyers and doctors and ladies on this leash, and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so like right there, that move that he made is exactly John Hammer showing it is. up. Yeah, and it's the part of Miami Vice that the song does that same thing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you, can, you can picture, you hear it right away. Yeah, and so like he's soloing as a guitar, and then suddenly, um, you know how like in uh, some R and B there'll be a guitar solo and a guitar guy will hit a note, and that's where the sax will pick it up, like yeah. right there. Yeah, they they do that, but just betwixt JY and and Jan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jan. weird time. Weird time. Mm-hmm. And that's that's JY in in make in make old man makeup. Yes. Right? Okay. Just I mean it was clearly him, but I just wanted to verify that. <laughs> it's him or Rudy Shanker? I don't know. <laughs> Rudy Baba Booey. Or Baba Booey. Or Baba Booey. Oh, they're all they're all chicks getting out of there. Okay. Mm-hmm. His acting is stupendous. Yeah, no, His, he's the the, uh, the old man with the. I uh, sorry, all right. I'm talking about the video again, right, but yeah, um, right. it's it's really just. If our viewers <sighs> are familiar with a young Al Pacino when he was just understated, <laughs> yeah. bringing it, bringing a a, a an intensity that Serpico. you couldn't help but watch, <laughs> this is the opposite of that. <laughs> Whatever that is, this is the opposite of yeah. that. This is a, a a lunatic. This is this is panic and douchebag park. <laughs> <laughs> Wild dog with, park. Yeah, with less of a is budget. A, is it a dog park? It's a wild dog park. Sorry, yeah, the budget was come. they gave JY like 17 bucks to go get the crew some sandwiches over like Tail of the Pup and, and say, yeah. fucking beat it. Well, fucking and the mask. It. And the mask was included in that 17 yeah, bucks. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. My my colonial Halloween costume was more authentic <laughs> than than his uh, his makeup job. Three right. point hat. Oh, yeah, I encourage, I encourage uh, all 10 of our listeners to... Pull up this video, Wild Dogs yeah. of the Night, JY. We're gonna after we we uh, you know kind of rally our our listeners to go 
to go watch this, you're going to watch the the uh, video count go up by like three. Yeah, <laughs> you get that JY bump or the uh, yeah the ear <laughs> loading. Yeah, what was the bump we had before the Tear for Fears got the T F F. They got the record. Got the E A L. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's do it. He's got some shout outs to do. Oh boy, great! I can't wait. This is going. Yeah. Do it. Go. Go. Everywhere. All Everywhere. right. Here we go. In the what? Night uh, in the bite? They poison. They're poison and they bite and they bite. Oh, I thought he was going to just start listing cities like he would. No, Lewis. no. He, he, well, let, go. Go. Okay, let, let him, him do it. Let Jay, let Jay do it. Okay. The magic happened. Gay Paris? What's he doing? Global. Gay Paris and gay. <laughs> you know, it's Dennis DeYoung is like one of the most annoying guys ever. Like he's so he's so like kind of flitty and Broadway theatrical the, and, yeah, and in everything. The face of this though, but Oof. yeah, like he's he's sort of like authentic and and edgy compared to this is the reason why he was James Young wasn't a featured guy in that band, right? Because yeah. his his songs suck. He sucks. He's he's cheesy <laughs> as fuck. But you can see it mixing though with this mixed with with Dennis makes sticks. <laughs> yeah. It tempers well, I mean, each other. Like you have you have somehow the alchemy works where like yeah. you don't go to him for songwriting at all. Right. I mean there are, there are a few here and there snowblind etc but like truly they just don't need him and he provides some much needed ass to what they do right. do but like without them and just him and Jan in a room it's, this is the best this is the best that yeah. they'll do as far as radio or hooks are concerned and again we've we've given it up that the that the the lick ain't bad the no, lick is a lick. the solo the solo was okay yeah, so our solo you know, didn't. He was shredding. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, he's shredding, and then Jan comes in and finishes the job. But yeah. we have more. We have more from uh, from JY to uh, more tell cities. Us. So, <laughs> yeah, as he fades out, Moscow let, let's, left, and like, let's yeah. watch him. Let's watch <laughs> London. <laughs> so right there they just went to little tokyo in, in la and he's oh, yeah. running out we into gotta the get night. the shot guys yeah because there's like a pagoda there uh, which is like of course it's chinatown so he's probably in chinatown he's not in little tokyo but whatever <laughs> he's but that's that, that's that's truly that's truly it uh and i think it's unbelievable i think it's i think it's priceless i think it's a you know his friends have real, to make fun of him right his yeah, friends it's make just fun of so him bad. It's so yeah. bad. And typically you'll find on these things where there's going to be some support system uh, JY heads out there who are like, man, so good. But like everyone's just ripping him to shit. Some Y heads. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, that's, and he did like three other fucking solo albums and then lucky for him, sticks got back together, you know, and no one has to cry for JY cause he's, 
you know, according to celebrity net worth, he's got 20 fat mil. So, yeah, you know, it's not doing bad. <laughs> but we have this. We don't have 20 mil. We have this wild dogs he, in the he night. He just seems like he has no ability to 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 stay in his own lane. Yeah, tone it down. Do something or like work with a fucking writer like you would have a imagine if he had just a half a hit on this where they thought he'd have none. He could have he could have paid his own ticket next time, yeah. you know. But he's like, no, I won't. I can't write with a writer. I, you know, he, here's idiot. the problem, though. He's like, he can't sing. He brought yeah, in Yon. He's, he, he's goofy looking. Like, there's nothing here to to uh, you know, kind of like sell to market. Yeah. You His know, ego wouldn't let him hire a singer. Yeah. to be the JY band, which easily could have been done. Um, we got Jan. Well, his ego money on Jan. Jan wasn't cheap. Yeah, well, Jan's just is the top of his career. It's eighty six. Yeah, Jan's man. probably He's a coke buddy. He's yeah. Right then, right yeah. then, you're right, George. At this point, yeah. there's almost nobody hotter on the planet. No, than Jan Hammer. You know, eighty six. Man, he cost a half mil to get him in the door. I think. They had to have been coke buddies. There's just they no had other to. Way that's around that's it. this what that's what this sounds like. <laughs> Allegedly, and they went to an eyes wide shut party. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking god, wild dogs in the night. Yeah, it's weird that like this. He had no self awareness. The record companies had, like were not. One, at one point, once you see this video, or hell, just hear heavy metal poisoning, don't you just go, yeah, dude, just stick to playing competent guitar and sticks and leave everybody alone. You know what may have happened to because it's such <laughs> like, dog shit is that A and M could have very easily said because in three short years, Passport went. BK out of business. So it's yeah. very possible. Like an AM had all the money in the fucking world, thanks to the police and everybody fucking else. So I wouldn't have been surprised if in order to keep the band happy, they guaranteed JY a deal somewhere. Yeah. And right. told Passport, fucking we'll foot the bill. It's gonna cost nothing. Just put it out. I can't have it on AM. And we'll we'll massage JY and then we can get sticks back together and just keep making some fucking money. Was sticks on A and M? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. So I they think just, so. They yeah. Just so kicked they, him they, down they, to the to the minor leagues. Well, I I, th- I think that it might have been something like that because it's such shit. It's a favor. This was a favor. You're right. That's yeah. what I was going to say. This feels like a favor. Right. Like somebody called somebody and said, "Look, you got to sign him. You got to help me out." And you don't yeah, have just to give him a single album deal. Like, what yeah. if something happens? Then you guys look like a genius. It won't, and we'll get sticks back together because that's. Everybody, that's all they wanted, and it took you know a long time, longer than they thought. This was this, this was you owe me, Brett. You owe me. You just <laughs> sign these whoever the president of I don't know why he's Fucking Brett passport records. You you owe me, Brett. You remember, and 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 by the way, I think it, though Brett countered with like, um, okay, you guys are. I'm not paying for the the cocaine bill for this record. You guys are paying <laughs> that. Okay, I'm not. Yeah. And here's the other thing. Like, it's my understanding that the record was done. So like AM didn't even want it wasn't that they didn't want oh, to eat the money. They oh. didn't want the because they heard it and said, nah. <laughs> so like they didn't well, have to invest any it, more then? money. Who paid for it to AM paid for it? I think probably start- J- JY probably paid for it. It sounds like he didn't spend much money. And oh. so they're like, Oh, this is what we're looking at. So oh. all right, well, you put okay. it out. Hmm. You send it. Shit. Okay. Yeah, he's oh. uh, we, so we don't have to listen. After, it's almost no, no, that's it, that's okay. it. He told you he was going to Tokyo. Yeah, right. so, we, we, so, we, so and no New York, huh? Left New York out. No, he went to Gay Paris first. Yeah, yeah. L.A., <laughs> New York, no L.A., Gay Paris, Tokyo. Oh, Chicago and, it, and Chicago because yeah. Sticks is from Chicago, right? Yeah, because yeah, he knows he about those wild dogs. Probably mm-hmm. also doing that marketing thing where if you mention a city, whether it's yeah. in the U.S. or a, like, he's probably thinking, well, even if this song doesn't catch on here. 
the Japanese will probably love, love it. So it. I might as well throw in a Tokyo. We're huge over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if he kept going, Manitoba? <laughs> <laughs> Riverside! <laughs> in Anchorage. <laughs> yeah. They're uh, snow uh, dogs. He's, he's just an asshole. Fucking yeah. JY. That's a tough one. It's <sighs> a tough one. Wow. I have a, uh, speaking of tough ones, mm. I have a decision to make. You do. Which is Tiffany, and I saw her standing there. Him. Saw him. Or saw him, him standing there. Him. Let's get the pronouns right, Damon. It's important <laughs> these days. And Words matter, Damon. <laughs> wild dogs at the dog park. <laughs> with, well, in the with, Tokyo dog park. <laughs> the Los Angeles dog park. Yeah. <laughs> it's just about him talking about dog parks. This whole thing about dog parks? <laughs> uh, so... Let's see. The video now. should have been him playing with puppies. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hit. That you just That's you just hit. made a label decision right there. They said like we'll put it out, but we're only, only if you do this. It's him in a box full of puppies. <laughs> yeah. So we have two songs that you know ostensibly are trying to sound like bands, but are certainly not. Mm-hmm. Um, we have an original song, which is just you know. It leaves me gobsmacked with how horrible it is. <laughs> and a, a cover song, which leaves me gobsmacked about how bad of a cover it is. So I'm really like having a hard time here. <laughs> Between them, I think there was probably like $125.17 uh, spent <laughs> on the recording and, and presumably the videos. Paying the musicians. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. He and Jan had to be Coke buddies because he's expensive. Jan wouldn't walk in the door for... $200,000? One assumes, yeah. Why would I mean, he have to? Yeah, no. There's I no mean, reason They had to be Coke buddies. You're right. Was Jan Hammer like in a, in a, like a prog band or something? Like in, so. in Germany or something? I think he was sort of like a Vangelis kind of guy that like had a massive instrumental career. He, yeah. No, but I, okay, I'm, I might have this wrong, but like, was he in like Weather Report or something? Or, or yeah, like Miles right. Davis's band something. or something? There's something, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, he was a legit quote unquote either prog musician or jazz musician or something. He was, you're right. And then, and then serious he, cash. Yeah. And then he, he just like, you know, tripped over a Casio and, and was and, off to the races and landed in Don Johnson's crotch. <laughs> Happily. Yeah. Happily. <laughs> so I can't think of anything that, uh, you know, redeeming about either one of these songs. That's the point. Cause they're, they're both awful. So then I'm looking, well, is it, was there anything that I could t- kind of go, all right, <laughs> Anything redeeming about, yeah, you know. Well, sometimes we think about, like, what did they rot? Uh, you started with that, Damon, about, like, yeah. when you were looking at two equally shitty songs before. Like, what have they rot on us? Yeah, that's a good a, point. And I, also, and I also have have this. Besmirch the Beatles. That, <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was really just kind of like a like a flippantly, when people cover the Beatles and they and they I've heard a few good covers of Beatles songs, but for the most part, the people just kind of go, I'm going to make this my own quote unquote or whatever they're thinking. And, and, uh, and, and they really doesn't have the proper reverence for what they're doing. Um, so Jay, okay. On one hand, she did more damage be- just by, you know, being a more popular song and, and yeah. a more popular artist. Like he, James Young is just, nobody fucking ever heard this song before. Yeah, and also, back to sticks. Yeah. yeah. And also what James has going for him as much, Darren, as much as I fucking hate this guy, he, that was a good guitar riff. It was, it was a yeah. real no, guitar. It it's, it's a worthwhile guitar lick. And so <laughs> the only, what, what it's going to come down to the fact that, that Tiffany rocked more, <laughs> De- you know, devastation on on the planet across the land. Yeah, like crops couldn't, and unlike that, <laughs> crops couldn't grow. <laughs> yeah, 
of light across the yeah. land. And and even though like that, the, yeah, like she had that that guy Danny Lee Huff <laughs> playing <laughs> playing <laughs> like a Simon game. <laughs> he's and, playing the telephone and that's James on. has James has some fucking experience playing the guitar the guy's a good guitar yeah. player so I I got I, these are both fucking torturous like you wouldn't believe you guys but I, I I'm gonna lean towards George wins this one yeah this week yeah and uh what, what can I say <laughs> and so George take a bow as we listen to The real loser is whoever bought the James Young album. The, well, ma- the magic for me, though, I imagine you guys making fun of this song, whatever you said, Aaron, at Joey's house, and just house, turning yeah. to each other and going, Chicago! Oh, my God. <laughs> screaming, scream laughing, watching it, just like <laughs> hammered off our mind and like, and like freezing it. We still send images of like just JY yelling at you, like that image that you paused yeah, on in the, in the car, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, it's beautiful. And this, now it can enter your lexicon as well. I, uh, the, the one yeah. thing, too, is that I will say t- Tiffany's cover cover is so bad, it almost doesn't even sound like a Beatles song. It it almost sounds like something else. Yeah. Can, you said make it your right. own. You can't even recognize. Yeah, it really, I mean, I guess she's got the verse, the melodies there, so you've got that. But the rest of it, you really can't tell. Right. There's no... <laughs> yeah, she made it yeah, her I mean, own, you, all right. right. Yeah, you could probably play it for one of our parents, just like it, where it was like casually going on. You say, and like it could be over. And you go, hey, do uh, you recognize that song? Somebody who grew up at that time, they go, no. No, they would know, right. Exactly. They wouldn't, they'd be like, um, hmm, I don't know. Yeah, because that fucking DX7 is just rotting their fucking ear oh, canals boy, away. Oof. Okay, that was fun. All right. Those well, were, those were very good entries, both. Very good entries. <laughs> okay, so now Sorbet. Yeah, Sorbet. Save us, please. That was a horrible torture chamber, but. Mm. Don't forget, we have Majel to make us feel better. Wappened. Wappened. Where the fuck Damon, did I go? Damon, Wappened. Wappen. Did I throw it in the trash or something? Majel, where'd you go? And you lectured us about being prepared. I know. <laughs> I crossed all the T's and missed to one I that I didn't dot. Did a wild dog eat it? <laughs> a wild dog ate my homework. At, at the dog park. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. So, Majel, make us feel better, please. Sorbet. Cleanse the palate. I will. Uh, my sorbet that I'm about to uh, unleash here involves me sending you guys the lyrics Kind of important only because the the fellow who sings it, it it does this very what I find very clever mix of French and English, mm. and so I'm gonna uh, text it to you guys right now, all prepared and ready to go. But let me start the song first. Je ne sais quoi. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just start the song and then we shall, um, you know, I'll send you the lyrics and we can start talking about it because there's an intro and stuff. Here we okay. go. Here 1981, I believe. And I have some notes. I'm going to pull those up. But right. uh, let's get the song going. Sure.
stop it for a second. Aaron, do you recognize this? I sure do. <laughs> do you want me to say it or do you want you to can, see You George? can say it, sure. It's Bill Wyman of the Rolling Stones. Hell bass player. yeah. That's where he I knew He actually had a from. hit song. <laughs> That's just where I knew this from. I couldn't just we. Yeah. Un rock star. The roll star. And so as you read the lyrics and, and, and think about the song, um, I love the fact that he has, he's, he's, the angle that he's that he's playing it from is real is funny to me. And and it, by the way, it's a great song. We'll talk about the instrumentation stuff in a minute. Brazilian beauty with the flashing feet, danced to the music at the Mardi Gras, then jumped on the concourse. You're so lardy It really, really, really could have been on that um that uh out the Talking Heads album, Naked. Yeah, right. Um, which like was that. the last one they did yeah. as a band and, band. Like It really could have been there with that tropical vibe. Or even on Little Creatures. It sounds like it could have been either one. It's funny you say that because uh, I was thinking about, like, this is a very world music song yeah. in 1981. You wouldn't think that the bass oh, player sure. from the Stones would be coming up with this. Um, but, it, like, this predates anything that Paul Simon or Peter Gabriel were doing in, as far as world oh, music. Oh, like the... The, uh, call me Al and yeah, that, that, right. right. This yeah. predates that by yeah. about five years at least. Yeah, and uh, and then you know, Talking Heads were doing some kind of cool, funky stuff, uh, but it was more. I'm going to say but they're about tribal. to get into it. Eighty one, eighty two. They're about to start that. Yeah, that stuff with speaking and, in tongues and all that, that. Right. So I no, I Bill Wyman doesn't get credit for this kind of poppy Afro, Afro you know, islandy kind of mm-hmm. world yeah, music right. thing that he's doing. I think it's just so fantastic. So. Uh, listen, we'll get into the chorus, uh, and then, and then we'll talk a little bit more about And the- even sort of the delivery, like you could imagine David Byrne suddenly cutting in with that higher sort of, <laughs> like a, sort of like a natural singing part. Yeah. And you would cut back and forth with that and the, like the deadpan sort of Bill Wyman, Mr. Personality delivery, but it totally works what Bill's doing, you know, yeah. it's just groovy. Duh. It's a stone cold groove. Yeah, you know what? We can talk about this real quick. Um, unlike the last two songs, I, the, I I've been listening to this song for quite some time now. I enjoy it very much, and I always I I didn't because I wasn't having to do a sorbet. I didn't pay much attention to the instrumentation other than liking the groove, and I listened to it. And also, was reading about it. These are all real guys playing. Now yeah. it's Bill's playing a synthesizer, but he's manually playing it. It's not right. pro, it's not programmed. It's a real drummer doing what sounds like a programmed beat. Yeah. And uh, funky as hell. And uh, Bill, also the thing I really like is is down the middle, and you can hear it when you listen to this episode with headphones on, because we're just getting a blast of noise in here. But um, he's playing a really cool, subtle, funky, islandy bass part down the middle. And on either side, he's playing bass synthesizer nice. on left and right. And so he's – which should – Two bass parts playing together should never work in a song. No. You just pick one and go with it. But he's, uh, it's sort of masterful the way he could combine them and made it into this kind of islandy song. My friend Pete Aaron, the British guy, mm-hmm. he's from Battersea. 
Battersea. <laughs> you guys Battersea. probably recognize the Battersea Power Station, which is the, the it's, animals. It's what album is on that on the cover animals. of? Oh yeah, the, the Pink Floyd album album Animals. That big oh, yeah, yeah. structure. Yeah, yeah. That's the Battersea Power Station. Yeah. Um, so uh, Bill Wyman just. By the way, he said that. Uh, his his he doesn't really talk like this 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 kind of yeah. Cockney Battersea Battersea right. talk it on radio he's got he's got a very af- affected yeah. uh, British accent which I think is pretty cool too because it's he's just got a normal British yeah. voice. Okay, so that was the chorus with me in France. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he's he's doing what what they're call what they call franglais, which yeah, is sure, like a yeah. mixture of, of French, uh, and English. French and English. And th- uh, the Google Translate version. Now, somebody who speaks real French would say, "Well, what he's what he's trying to say is this." But this is what Google says. He's saying, "I'm a rock star. I have a residence where I live in the south of France." Do you want to leave with me and come and stay with me in France? Yeah. <laughs> Which is so to great. The, to the point. But the, the thing I love about this, the angle that he's writing from, is Mick Jagger never had to convince a girl to come. To explain it. Get, to to go them, with him like somewhere. Like, here's the deal. Here's I'm who Mick I am. Jagger. Mick would walk into me. a nightclub. <laughs> say it. And like just cocksure and mm-hmm. just, just kind of swagger in and 50 girls would be on him. Bill Wyman's having to convince her that he's a rock star. No, I'm in the Stones. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, I am. <laughs> Mick Jagger probably wasn't aware that he'd invited anybody anywhere. He just comes into a room and somebody's in there that saw him and followed him there. <laughs> <laughs> he's so, he has no effort at all. No, I live in France. It'd be fun. Yeah. It'd be fun. <laughs> South of France. Really nice. Right. He tells her, hey, we can fly on BEA. Uh, mm-hmm. Here's where I live. A little, little something about me. Uh, you know, I like dogs. I like What's pistachio BEA? ice cream. British, Air- British Airlines. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, we just got through a chorus. And here we go. Yeah, so at this point on this verse, things start to fall apart. You do, yeah. yeah. This, this is not going well. <laughs> I could rent a motorbike. At least I'm trying. We could go on the so great especially <laughs> considering what happened later in his yeah. life when he yeah. mar- he married that super young girl. Nineteen years old, yeah, I think. But they hooked up way earlier than that. I'm talking. She, yeah. I think she might have been like 14 or something. Yeah. Um, but remember, his 58. son ended his, up getting in a relationship with her mom. Right. That's a thing that yeah, really they were happened. closer in yeah. age. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> More so appropriate. Like his own uncle or matched. something. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, anyway, yeah, that's just a, so great. How like he's now it's become this sort of self-effacing. Like, oh, all right, right. this isn't happening. Like, I guess I can write, run I'm a trying. motorcycle. Look, I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> At least I'm trying. I, I'm not in charge of this. Yeah, I'm in the stones, but I'm not in charge of the airlines. I don't, yeah, right. you know. Like Mick has the private jet right, right now. I don't have it. Right. <laughs> I have a hovercraft. You ever been on one? <laughs> so uh, this but is actually- I think I'm your dad. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, 
Uh, so this is actually like a the six minute version, which I won't make you guys listen to because there's a. I think it was made to be a dance. Oh hit, yeah, for which sure. It, which oh, it yeah. was. Oh yeah. And uh, there's there's a radio edit, but I like this this long version better. But I'm not going to make you guys listen to all six minutes. But we'll, we'll carry on a little bit. Sure. It was a tidy little hit for him, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah, was. yeah. That's what I remember now. I, I totally back of my head going, I know this from somewhere. Yeah. yeah. In fact, a, it's a, a good story. In a uh, interview at the time, or maybe a few years later, he was still in the Stones. And uh, he said that when the song became a hit, it kind of surprised everyone, including his uh, his fellow Stones. Oh, sure. But Mick, he said, was such a kind of businessman. Yeah. He just said he, he liked the song and he wanted to talk to him about how he could promote it and stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Mick wasn't like, how dare you have a hit outside the Stones? He's like, here's how I think you should roll this out. I think it's a great song. We, this is what we could do with it. As if Mick has anything yeah, right. to do with it. Right, right. But I thought that was cool that Mick wasn't like a dick about it. Like some, he didn't feel threatened or anything. Bill's got a hit. Our Bill? Bill the bass, Bill. Yeah, Bill who? <laughs> What's this? He's in France. <laughs> Bill Bixby. He's a rock star. Champion residence. Champion Taylor. I'll ourself to France. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with Ian Dury, the British oh, yeah, kind right, of singer. Yeah. He did sex and drugs and rock, rock and, and roll. roll right, and yeah. uh, hit me with your rhythm stick. Right. Yeah, um, sure. Bill tried to get, tried hard to get Ian to do the song. And you could sort of hear him oh, singing totally, this. totally, yeah. And Ian Dury wasn't even interested in the song. And then Bill started like kind of shopping around to other people. Yeah. No one was interested in it. And finally he just went, all right, fuck it. I'll just do it myself. Um, cause I think he had a pretty good instinct. Like this is going to be a hit if someone does it, yeah. it wasn't a monster hit or anything. Aaron's right. It was, it went to like it, at least the top 20 in a lot of countries. It's where very it was European too. Very like, European. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Dance club. And, as, yeah. As yeah. the, the six minute version was obviously designed for yeah. dance clubs and it, it, it served its purpose. It did its job. It's, it's a fun, cute little song. It's not, it's not like sympathy for the devil or something, but it's, it's a it's, Surprising that it's coming out of Bill Wyman. Something, something fun to do, like making Keith and Wolf writing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, we'll do. We'll just listen a little bit more, and then we can we can wrap it up. Yeah. The drums and the guitar. Now I think I hear an acoustic guitar, but I believe that's Bill like strumming in the background. Yeah, the kind of the rhythmic thing. Yeah. But that lead guitar you're hearing and the drums are two different guys, but Bill played everything else. So all the synths, all the keyboards, the acoustic, did all the vocals and the harmonies. So wow. pretty impressive. It is. Love the groove. I love it. The groove, you're right. The groove is like sort of hypnotic where you like... I don't mind that it's six minutes long. No, if it's, I was drinking rum and everything, like, and also if you just took everything away, it was just the bass and that drums. Maybe yeah. it's double bass part. I would, that would be cool. Like, yeah. I'm surprised it doesn't open that way or break down to it. Yeah, sometime. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think that that happens like towards yeah, the end because he, yeah. he he sings the chorus a couple times and you get a long part of the groove. So a yeah. we'll, little bit more and then we're out. Mm. <laughs> 
So here's a little of the groove for, groove for you, just so you can hear yeah, it by yeah, itself. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's another two minutes of that, but it's a uh, it's a fun little sorbet. I think it is. It's really good, and you've Love never it. heard it, heard it or heard of it before. No, I had. Oh, I, I now after I could in the back of way back in my head, I'm going, God, fuck, this is something. <laughs> Even the title, I'm like, there's some story yeah. with this. When he said it, I'm right. This is I remembered everything. Okay, it's great. So it's yeah, it's it's a and I love the fact that he's that he's he's like that's that's don't take this personally, Aaron, but that's what bass players have to deal with. It's like <laughs> I gotta talk the chick into like convincing her that I'm actually in a band. Not all of us. <laughs> hey, hey, not everybody. <laughs> Ask Nikki Six or Jack Bruce. <laughs> Jack Bruce. Yeah, well, try try being a drummer. Where as as we decided, Can't like see you. the, the see roadies you. Are, are are getting the chicks before right. the drummer is. Are you behind all that stuff? The yeah. drummer's still like unscrewing the the cymbal yeah, stands right, and everything. Like, knobs and <laughs> yeah, cruising shit. <laughs> felt. <laughs> so there you go, guys. A little Very sorbet. Nice. Very nice. And uh, I guess we're gonna put a pin in episode twenty one. Uh, we'd like to thank you for listening to Ear and Loathing. We are the Gitmo Bros. We continue to be the ongoing number one rockers number forever. One, number one. Yes. <laughs> a few have tried to challenge us and they fall desperately to their, to their deaths. Don't make us name them because it's a drag. It's a, if we have to name them for you, the people who have tried and failed, it's a, it's a drag for them and for their families. Yeah. We're yeah. Not about that. It's We're not, not fair. About that. It's not fair. Their legacy. No. You know, how history remembers them. And the blood. It's a lot of blood. Yeah, a lot of bloodshed, <laughs> a lot of tears. So anyway, number one rockers forever. You guys go go on the website, earandloathing.com, where you can kind of do stuff and look at stuff and, and poke around. Participate. And, and, and also, we do put a lot of work into finding good pictures of all of these artists. So you can look at the episodes. What we try to do is get the person in that era when they recorded the song you're listening to. So you can gaze upon them. As you uh, as you listen to the episode, it's quite fun. It's quite fun. So yeah, episode twenty one, calling it a day. Saying goodbye to my Gitmo bros. We'll see you next week. Kalika, you all ear and loading. Roll runner, boop boop. Guesses you get through. Mom, take it easy. Lower it. I don't I'm not gonna lower it. I have to do this now. I don't mind you playing it, but lower it. Tune in next week for more Ear and Loathing. End transmission. Goodbye.